What is up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey, Terrence. What's up? And Carrie. What's up? So, uh, fake E3 was this past week. We're going to talk about the PS5 later. Terrence's, Terrence. yeah, Terrence's <laughs> background is uh, pretty on point, pretty pretty apropos, as it were. Um, just real quickly, what we've been playing. Uh, I'm on a real like card dungeon crawl roguelike kick because um, Slay the Spire came out on iOS, and I already own Slay, Slay the Spire, but there's other games that are like it. Um, one of them is Meteor Fall, which is an iPhone game, uh, which is kind of like a real basic version of Slay the Spire. It takes about half the time. It's a little bit easier to to grasp. You're only really ever like dealing with one card at a time. It's not like you have a whole hand of cards to to mess with. And and the focus on Meteor Fall is much more about deck construction and kind of keeping a efficient um slim deck as opposed to acquiring like a ton of different power cards, things like that. Um it's pretty good. If you if you've ever been a Curious about those games, but Slay the Spire seems daunting. Uh, highly recommend checking out Meteor Fall on your iPhone uh, or iPad. It's like four bucks. Um, there's like seven different characters in the game. Um, you can run through the the basic mode pretty easily. Um, I, I did a hard run for uh, with one of the characters that I'd beaten the game with, and it's a little bit much trickier. I didn't get through it the first time, so there's there's a decent amount of replay value. So definitely check out Meteor Fall. It's it's pretty good. Um, I also picked up Bastion on the Switch because it's on sale for like $3. Um, I had bought that for PS4, I think, but never really played past the first, um, like when you first get to the Bastion and move it's on from game. there. It's a great game. Um, I've actually put a decent amount of time into this so far. That's the cool thing about um, like Supergiant's catalog is their games don't really age poorly. Like they're, they're pretty much... Uh, Omnipresent. So if you're looking for a good um, good action game, uh, I would definitely recommend checking out Bastion if you ever have. I think it's on sale for $3 on the Switch until uh, until the 16th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which is what fuck today. <laughs> so as, if you're listening to this right when we put the podcast out, you still get on sale. I think Transistor is also on sale on the Switch for like $4. So two pretty good. Oh, uh, I've still yet to play Transistor. Yeah. It's uh, again. That's another one I played through, like the first third of when I when it first came out on PS4, and I never did finish it. So I might end up buying it on Switch tonight, uh, and just and play because that's a good system for it. Is the Switch? Yeah, as it's a good sure. system for every indie game. Uh, Carrie, you have been sucked in to buying Persona 4 Golden again. I sure have. Yep. Wait um, a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Before you continue, didn't you say you don't like Persona 4? Yes, I've said that. Yes. You just said it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so. Persona 4 is <laughs> Persona 4 is uh my ostensibly my least favorite of of the three I would say modern personas um <laughs> modern being within the last 15 years <laughs> so like Persona 3 4 and 5 um I I really enjoyed Persona 3 I blasted through Persona 3 the summer before my junior year of college and then like bla- blasted right into Persona 4 um, and I think at the time it was like, like I, I had burned myself out on Persona a lot. And I like, I knew right off the bat that I didn't like the cast in Persona 4 as much as the cast in Persona 3. And I still don't. Um, that being said, like, 
Um, the PC gaming show was Saturday, and basically because Sega leaked it or IGN leaked it or someone fucking leaked it, um, it was like, oh, Atlas is putting Persona 4 Golden out on Steam. That's cool. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I would give Persona 4 another shot, particularly because at this point it's been 12 years since I've played it. Um, 20 bucks or $25 if you want the soundtrack with it. Which is not a bad idea because the soundtrack is great. Not as good as the soundtrack of Persona 5, but good nonetheless. And um, yeah, so I've been playing Persona 4 Golden. Um, you know, 12 years ago when I was playing through this game for the first time. Um, I mean, I, I played the initial release. Persona 4 Golden is a Vita... Persona 4 Golden on Steam is a up-resed Steam release of a PlayStation Vita game that itself is an enhanced version of a PlayStation 2 game. So, yeah, that's the right <laughs> facial expression to have, Terrence. <laughs> Telephone. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's it's still Persona. Um, I think I'm enjoying it now more than I did then, um, but I still... This game still got some problems. Um <laughs> especially in the way that it handles like it's one like openly gay character kanji who's the best character in the game i fucking love kanji um you know game starts and you meet you meet yosuke hanamura and he's like your wacky best friend who like crashes his bike and falls into a trash can like you meet him and i'm like I remember disliking this character. Why did I dislike this character so much? And then, like, you get to Kanji's dungeon, and Yosuke is like, here's how homophobic I am. And I'm like, that's why I don't like this character. <laughs> ah, I remember now. Hmm. But, um... Persona 4 was my first Persona. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't know what was going on uh, in that series. And... I I kind of liked it, but I didn't like it enough to like care about trying to finish it. Yeah. But uh it was a good primer for uh what to expect when Persona 5 came along. And um Persona 5 I think is one of the best RPGs uh that I've ever played. Uh just like all around. So Yeah. Is is it worth is, It's worth it, 20 bucks going back to it yeah i mean i'm not going back to it because i can't like whenever my whenever my pc boots up a game it just dies i don't know what i don't think it's is. going to have a problem running persona 4 golden because again uh, like it, it looks like a playstation 2 game dude like <laughs> uh, 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 mm. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know your PC situation, but I mean, on, on mine, and I have a really nice gaming PC, like it boots up immediately and like it looks so crisp because now it's running at like 1080p and 60 frames per second. Um, ultimately, like it still looks kind of chunky because it is still at its core a PlayStation 2 game. It's not like they remastered it. They just sort of up it. it. Um, my, uh, my PC overheats playing KOTOR, so <laughs> it's... It's not. <laughs> How long have you had that PC? Uh, before, before, when I was with uh, my ex fiance. Nigga. Like I said, those, those listening with uh, 
with as much as Micah <laughs> buys video games like crazy in every game console, outside of that specific realm of things, <laughs> Micah is tight with a dollar. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, in any case, if, if you haven't played Persona for, um, like, look, I still don't think it's as good as Persona 3, and it's definitely not as good as Persona 5. My god, the way that dungeon design has improved in the Persona series since Persona 4 is remarkable, because to go back to Persona 4, it's like, wow, I sure am, like, running down a hallway. (laughs) It's the benefit of having uh, nine years to reflect between games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, for 20 bucks, it's an 80, 85 hour JRPG on your PC. So there you go. Uh, I, think I, played, so I think that's the one I actually played for the cover looked like. I wouldn't have expected Yellow. you to have played three. Yeah, this is the one I played. <clears throat> PlayStation 2? So did three and four or were both on. Fighting game based on. No, I've played Persona 4 Arena. Arena. <laughs> it did. Uh, it did also come out on PS3, Terrence. So you might have played it on there. I didn't. Not in that PS3. Oh, okay, well then you might not have. Um, I know. I played. Did, did you play game. Yellow Game or did you play Blue Game? I think I played Yellow Game. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> Persona was... Three is blue. Persona Four is yellow. Persona Five is red. Persona Four. I feel like it was four. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was four. Right. <clears throat> so new release this week, um, The Last of Us Part 2 uh, comes out on the PS4. Uh, take a second when you get a chance, if anyone out there has not yet, to read the Polygon review of The Last of Us Part 2 because it is a doozy. Um, that confronts a lot of hard truths about that game, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's a very fair review. And then go listen or go watch Jim Sterling's video from two weeks ago where he talks about uh, the... The fact that he talks about game developers who are uh, made to make games with hyper-realistic violence and what they have to do to research that stuff, and they don't necessarily get the proper uh, psychological care that one would expect them to get having to view certain content for the sake of realism uh, in, in your video games. I've seen just yeah, like the, the title for the Damn. <laughs> yeah, that game is incredibly violent. But meanwhile, it has a 98 really on Metacritic because Polygon doesn't give scores. So I'd, I'd be curious to know what they would have scored that game had they still had they still done review scores. And I haven't read this review yet. I haven't played the game. I'm not going to. But like this just goes to show you the – I could just look at the title of it. And, and that tells me all I need to know about this series and how up its own ass it is. Micah, here's, here's something that you might be – you might be interested in. So someone – Showed, you know, they 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 posted the meta, a screenshot of the Metacritic score for the game, which is a ninety eight, and then they posted a screenshot of the Metacritic score for Schindler's List, and said, "Well, look at that! It's it's better than Schindler's List. It's the Schindler's List of of video games." And Neil Druckmann, uh, the I guess he's the president of Naughty Dog. I don't know what his role is in Naughty Dog. He's one of the higher ups. Was so like, yeah, I guess it kind of is. That's interesting. I'm just like, yo, that's a come little on, too. Yo. That's a little too pretentious. Come on, for my man. liking. Come on, man. Like this is not like this game ain't nothing but fucking. This game is every other stealth game. You're just not Sam Fisher this time. <laughs> you're Samantha Fisher or whatever. You you walk around in the shadows and you kill people. Like come on, man. Like stop being so fucking pretentious. Yo. Just stop. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, 
like I said, it's it's fine to 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 take pride in in what you're doing. Um, but yeah, don't don't be that pretentious. Like Micah said, that's a little Look, that's a little very... much. Don't have Neil, Liam Neeson in it, guys. Your game don't have Liam Neeson. In it. Calm I, down. I've been here for the whole like I'm very much pro video games as art. Like I'm here for that argument because I do I do believe that that is something that can be said of a lot of video games. Um, but yeah, could you consider being less of a pretentious douchebag about? your fucking zombie killing video game. Right. Right. Like, yeah, technically Eli Roth is an artist, but I'm not (laughs) all his movies like good art. Like, it's not like, like, nah, yo, nah. Oh, sorry. Here's the, um, here's the, uh, here's what happened. So just to be, just to be accurate. So Jeff Kanata, um, I don't know. Who Jeff Kanata is, but he's verified. Whoever he is, he's I, an actor. He's an actor. Okay, he compared it to Schindler's List, or he 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 compared the story, <laughs> the quote storytelling achievements of the game to that of of Soft. of Schindler's List. Okay, here's what you need to know about Jeff Kanata. Okay, Jeff Jeff Kanata is a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Jeff Kanata, in his own words, loves loving thing okay <laughs> that makes a lot of sense then okay so he is going to he is going to give a if he really if he likes something he's probably going to over exaggerate how much it it how good it actually is now i have no doubt that this game is a very good stealth game with probably an engaging enough story to want to finish it but at the same time if if you think and he's a movie guy like he's a, like he's a movie that's the guy from guy. The totally rad show yes that's the guy yeah, from okay. totally rad show and he's from him and Trappenberg uh, and one other guy and, and and he's on the slash film cast podcast okay and that's so he's a weird he's a movie guy right like mm-hmm. as well maybe as the story is that good i doubt it <laughs> well so 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 what had happened was jason schreier jason schreier said I don't even. I, I think he was subtweeting Jeff Kanata. I don't even think he ta- he was tweeting at him directly, um, or no, he did. I'm sorry, he quote tweeted him. Um, he said hyperbole is fun, but if you're thinking about comparing the new zombie video game to a movie about the Holocaust, maybe you might want to tap the brakes a little bit. And the problem, and the, and the problem is that Neil Druckmann then came in and he tried to make sense of Jeff Kanata's point that <laughs> that The Last of Us Two was an achievement on the level of Schindler's List, and then Jason Trier got dogpiled about it um which again everyone just needs to fucking calm down yeah yo, a man. little bit <laughs> and then uh i and then someone uh 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 bob hackey <laughs> who i actually quite like on twitter um said one of the it said you know jeff Kanata's original point is one of the all-time bad gaming takes and then he replied with truly ikaruga is the ellie weissel's knight of shoot-em-ups <laughs> which is <laughs> Which then Neil, which then Neil Druckmann had to, um, had to, had to drop out. I don't know. There, there, there's some sniping. People are getting on, you know, Jason Schreier for, you know, going in. I, I don't know. Like I said, game developers seem to not like Jason Schreier, and with good reason, I guess. He's airing all the because dirty he laundry. Exposes so. what <laughs> working culture is, and they don't want to be held accountable. So, like I said, yeah. an, an, an interesting Jason Twitter Schreier spat. is a good journalist. He is a very good investigative journalist. 
Who's he with now? Bloomberg. Yeah, Bloomberg. Yep. So, but The Last of Us Part Two is out, everybody. I don't think anyone in this podcast is going to play it. So, if you're, no, if you're coming, I, if you're coming I, here I'm, for your, I don't fuck. yeah, if you're coming here for your T. Lou takes, uh, you're not getting them. <laughs> I don't think. Um, the Namco Museum Archives Volume One and Two came to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch this week. Uh, the Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath Collection comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. I think this is the full, the full enchilada in terms of Mortal Kombat content, basically. Um, Jump Rope Challenge is a free game uh, that came to the Nintendo Switch that you can jump rope with the Wii Joy Cons. It's a fitness app, Micah. Yeah. Don't get don't get too uh, don't don't get, I, don't give us I that look. This the other day, where it was basically like a couple Switch devs like got fucking bored sitting at home all day and decided they were going to make try, try and see if they could like make a jump rope game. So they did, and it's free. <laughs> Like, what's, what's there to be mad about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you do it a jump rope, but there's nothing there. Yes. No, but you still have to, like, flick the. Yeah, I understand that. But, like, on the screen, if the, if the, the rope hits your feet, it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you can still jump. Yeah, you can just. Oh, you look just at get that. a jump rope. Get a real jump rope. Look at me jump roping, guys. Look right. Jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll try it out and I'll report back. And then uh, Torchlight Three is available in Steam early access. I played a little bit of Torchlight Two. That game is very much just fucking Diablo. Like it's 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 Diablo yeah. in the in the most Diablo way possible. So um, if you're if you're hard up waiting for Diablo Four to come out, then maybe you can check out Torchlight Three. There's no date for Diablo Four. No, they said not not, not there. Yeah, their their exact words were not anytime soon. Is is what Blizzard has said about the release date for. Diablo 4. Uh, go on the internet, guys. Um, there's a lot of things there. Uh, it's like 80% porn and 20% like uh, amateur political scientists arguing with one another. <laughs> um, but that there, there's a little corner of the internet uh, and it's, 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 it's at youtube.com slash dense pixels. Uh, when you go to there, when you go there, you get to see us. We, uh, we look beautiful. My face looks washed out. Uh, Terrence uh, looks like uh, uh, he, Terrence is, has a, a beautiful background uh, <laughs> image today. Uh, Carrie has yellow glasses on as opposed to blue the last time. And Brad looks like he should be like duck calling or something. <laughs> 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 you got a lot of hair on this Yeah, my beard's but, not uh, that long. To, those, those those guys have like the the mega beard. So when you uh, when you go to youtubecom pixels, uh hit that subscribe button and uh, click the notification bell for uh, to be aware of all. I don't I don't know what it is yet. Uh, I'll have to keep watching people as they uh, as they say it. Uh, while you're on the internet. Uh, go to uh, subscribe to all the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerd Apocalypse, uh, Black on Black Cinema. Um, we're gonna do uh, spoiler alert. We're gonna do the five the five bloods uh, soon. Um, coming distractions, uh, the uh, contemporary movie review show, and um, the weekly preview episode of Look Forward. And if you like that and you want more, go to densepizzles.com slash premium. Uh, you'll see an offer there for $50 a year or, you know, $5 a month, but like $50 a year. 
Um, you get access to the premium slate of shows, including the airing of grievances, which uh, I'm going to schedule with Jay sometime very soon. No time to bleed. Jay picked uh, the next movie he wants to do. It's an Antonio Bandera's movie. Uh, the men with the golden tongues. Uh, Brad and I promise to get one out this month. Uh, upstage conversation uh, where Carrie and special guests talk about uh, movie when music. We're going to do our movie. When, do, when are we doing our episode? <clears throat> Whenever you want, Terrence. <laughs> I have to watch that shit again. Yeah, yeah. Here, I also have to watch that shit. You think I want to watch that shit? I don't know. I don't know. You might like it. Last I've time seen you it before. It. Uh, I was a child the last it, time I watched the movie version no, of that. I was not a child. I was thirty-seven years old. <laughs> well, I, I, I watched. Um, there's a YouTube channel called The Shows Must Go On, and they've been showing like filmed versions of stage musicals, and they they showed like the stage version of that this past mm-hmm. weekend so i got to like enjoy a good version of it um so now i'm going to ruin that by following it up with the garbage film version um but speaking oh God, of upstage this week um the episode that brad and i did should finally be coming out mm-hmm. after jay has forgotten to put it up for two weeks. <laughs> well no he, he he intentionally didn't put it up uh two weeks ago because because the no time to bleed with for aliens right. Came out, but he should have put it up last week. He probably he should forgot. have, and he did not. Now he will because that's how we have to get Jay to be. <laughs> it's by calling him out <laughs> on the should. podcast because he does listen. Hey, where's this week's episode of uh, Look Forward? Hopefully, yeah, out tonight. I, if I had to guess, yeah, because he look. I I try to plug. I try to give like a tease of the second hour of Look Forward, and but I can't because it's not out. It's on, right? It could be it could be anything, uh, you know. Uh, I can't even th- I can't even think of anything funny to say. I just need Jay to get off his ass and on his job and get that episode out. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what the uh, what the uh, what their discussion is about the president versus a run of the mill ramp and that epic battle that took place over the weekend. Oh, Jesus! Uh, in that regard, which which nobody would have said anything about had the person involved not made it a point to to speak about it so momentum <laughs> that's why I, uh, I, might, I might have to see about popping on on that to talk about that uh supreme court case well you're, I, you're you might be too late i think they might have already i think yeah, that was yesterday yeah that was yesterday so. are they recorded it yesterday? yeah did oh, they record it before oh wow uh they recorded in the evening last night so oh, ostensibly yeah. they should have had that on uh, queued up for the docket so hmm. yeah so there's that. So there you go. Uh, yeah, the, folks, 29 states, you could be fired for being gay or trans. Not anymore. But not anymore. Not anymore. That's what. That's the country we live in. Jeez, 29. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Anyway. Yeah. And it wasn't game. even a universal. Like, it wasn't even a... <clears throat> oh, right. But, six to uh, three. Y'all some clowns. It's fine. But, so, uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, you get the full episode of the look for political podcast and, uh, I'm going to do my Johnny Carson impression. Um, they're going to talk about the president versus, uh, Y equals MX plus B. Bam. Who wins slope or Trump? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of math humor for you. You said that equation and I was like. I think I remember that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Yo, it's been <laughs> it's been like 13 years since I've had to do math, so 
It has, and I loved it, but it has no practical application. Negative B B plus or minus the square root of B squared minus 4AC over 2A. What is that? That's fuck off. That's what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that like the the mid... The, like the length of a like the height of an isosceles triangle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done geometry. I don't know. It's you're, been I think 20 you're years. Thinking, I think you're thinking of uh, a squared plus b squared, <laughs> b squared equals c squared. C squared. That, that, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the Pythagorean theorem. Like we all, we all know yeah. what that is. Come on. That's the length of the hypotenuse of it. But no, that, the other one is the quadratic equation. Ah, that's right. See, yeah. again, it's been too long. And I really like math. But again, stop stop teaching stop keep yeah, stop teaching kids in school things that have no practical <laughs> use in their adult lives unless they're going to be a mathematician or a math teacher moving on to the quickest <laughs> of hits uh in the news today. Um EA released a new trailer for Star Wars Squadrons, which is a flight combat game coming out October 2nd. We will learn more about the game later this week. Uh the trailer looked as you would expect a Star Wars uh, X-Wing slash TIE Fighter uh, combat It, it game looks like look. the new generation of X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, and I'm actually pretty here for that. Yeah, so. we'll see. I, again, EA, EA at this point deserves uh, not the benefit of the doubt, so we'll oh, have no. to wait and see. It'll probably be terrible out of the gate, but I like the idea. Uh, let's see here. Is it dice? Uh, no, 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 I don't believe so. They're too busy working on Battlefield 6. Uh, Motive Studios. There you go. Oh, that's the Jade Raymond. Uh, the Jade Raymond. Oh, there. Well, formerly Jade Raymond Studio before she went to go work for Google. So. Oh. Hmm. Uh, AT and T uh, has put up for sale Warner Brothers Interactive, which is of course the game studio uh, known for such titles as the Lego series, uh, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> um, Rocksteady Games is in there. So all the Batman games. Uh, Scribblenauts, which was the image that CNBC chose to lead with for right. for the story, because you know Scribblenauts is the most important thing. Um, yeah, but like yes, uh, anonymous sources say uh, that Take Two, EA, and Activision have all expressed interest in the studio, and that uh, it might get about four billion dollars in offloading uh, that studio onto somebody else. Uh, to me, this this kind of smells like a Take Two uh, kind of deal. I take take two seems ripe to to pick off um WB's content. Hmm. I think at least. Do they get to use uh like the characters, like the DC characters? Uh those games? Or yeah, because Warner Brothers owns DC, so I, would I have assume to so. imagine that there would be some sort of pre existing licensing agreement that would just carry over into whoever bought out these developers at this point so okay all right yeah so pretty cool um the greatest redemption story in video game history continues no man's sky gets a new patch uh that gives it cross-platform play which yeah. is uh, uh pretty it's cool been patched like three times since this patch <laughs> because cross-platform play is a little difficult apparently apparently um, yeah a bunch of bugs no that's cool like the PC had uh, people are are able to do a lot more with the PC version. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now that they're able, so it's, I guess it's just one world, and they have these glyphs where you can go to particular worlds. If you have the glyph code, and if people have created like a crazy base, you can just go to that base. Um, and people have done some really cool things on the PC as opposed to like the Xbox and the uh, PS4. So you can see these bases in person. 
That's great. Dope. Like I said, so it's, it's a large This is basically just like space Minecraft now, right? Yep. In, in many ways, yeah. Okay. All right. So, have mechs and shit. <laughs> there is mechs and shit, and rovers and all sorts of stuff. So, pretty cool. Right. A, a game I've always wanted to, to get back into, but. Like I said, it's hard to find the time. I've I've tried a couple of times and like I just feel very lost. <laughs> yeah, starting out, it's 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 kind of rough, <laughs> like because it's I had to I just reset everything. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what I need to it. do. And for the first three or four hours, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck am I? I don't even know what I'm doing right now because it was a completely different game. <clears throat> but you're used to it. Mm. It's fine. I uh, I feel like I would rather go to the Air and Space Museum. That <laughs> 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 seems like what you're doing here. And uh, this last story, this is all, all Carrie. Today, they announced that they are making a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game, uh, Melody of Memory, which is. The the logo for this game leaked like a week ago or something like shit. And ever since then, everyone was like, what, what is it going to be? Uh, it's a rhythm game. Um, and on its face, I don't mind the idea of a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. Because I actually quite like the music of Kingdom Hearts. Because Yoko Shimomura is an incredibly talented composer. I've been to the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra show in New York. It was a wonderful experience. I got to meet Yoko Shimomura afterwards. It was just, it's a great time. The 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 music of Kingdom Hearts is very good. And I had sort of figured that this would be like a Final Fantasy Theorhythm style game where it was just like, hey, let's just do a doofy little one-off spin-off game that's just focused on the music of the franchise. But no, they're ham-fisting some bullshit lore into the game as evidenced by the end of this trailer with Kyrie talking about the melody of memories. And I'm just like, it doesn't have to be this way. Like you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to make this game matter. It doesn't have to matter, but now it has to matter. Now you've got like three fucking tablespoons of like deep, important organization 13 master of masters lore content, like jammed into the crevices of this game instead of just letting it be like a fun, wacky rhythm game. Um, and I think that's just fucking stupid. And that is a big problem that I have with the Kingdom Hearts game is that they can't just, they can't just write well. Instead, they have to like backfill lore with all of these side games to try and make shit make sense instead of just, I don't know, writing a decent game to begin with. I like the first response to this uh, article. It says it is 100% guaranteed that if you don't play this game, when Kingdom Hearts 4 rolls around, you'll have, you will not understand a mm-hmm. single thing in the story. A dozen characters will be unfamiliar, unfamiliar, and you'll have to watch a four-hour explainer just to catch up. That's it. That's the problem, right? Is that like Kingdom Hearts 3 was getting ready to come out, and all these people who had played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and had enjoyed those games... You know, now we're blindsided by all of this lore because they didn't play every single minute of every single, you know, in between and spinoff title. <sighs> you know, I, I as know. I said, I, I sort of had a moment on Twitter today because I'm just like this news came out and like this lore moment happened. And I'm like, this is this is the problem with Kingdom Hearts 
is that like you you have to be like so well informed of every little thing to have even an iota of a chance to understand what is actually going on with the main plot um instead of no more just i don't know fucking writing a decent game to begin with no no more doesn't know how to write a plot um and this is exactly the same sort of bullshit that i can already see starting to occur with the final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> i'm uh i'm very disappointed uh by the name like i was expecting like i don't know kingdom hearts you know ballad of the clefts by way of symphonic orchestral music or some shit like that right like just throw a bunch of random ass musical terms in it very disappointed that this very tame ass uh what is it melody of memory yeah someone else replied you know it don't don't worry about buying this because right before kingdom hearts 4 comes out in a decade there will be a kingdom hearts 3.872 repeating nightmare fall over two mega mom 0.5 release that will get you up to speed <laughs> look if you like kingdom hearts that's fine i tried really hard to get into kingdom hearts um and i just couldn't because the writing is fucking terrible and yet you still played all three games I or all three of the main games um, i thought you did played, play it no i never bought it because like i realized you know my plan was i'm going to play through the story so far and then i will eventually buy three once the price of three drops and then, like, the price of three got down to, like, $10, and I was still just, like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I played through one, two. I got through, like, two-thirds of Birth by Sleep, and I had, like, basically watched, like, the compilation cutscene explainers of the games, like, in between then. Um, and I was just, like so put off by how fucking horrid the writing is that I just like I couldn't bring myself to give a shit about what could possibly happen in Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, it's it's weird because like the characters are well done like I really like the characters of Kingdom Hearts um, but like the plot itself is just so fucking badly done that by the time I got to the you know two thirds of the way through Birth by Sleep I was just like I, I don't fucking care anymore yep because you're normal. I mean, it might have to do with the fact that I have a master's degree in professional writing that really makes the writing of these games stand out as particularly poor. Um, but no, I'm right there fine. with you. I'm right there. With like you. the the gameplay is fun, and I like the characters, and you know, I like Disney. So there's a lot of stuff about Kingdom Hearts that's like there for me personally to enjoy. Um, I'm going to just stick to listening to the soundtracks from here on out, I think. <laughs> there you go. So that's the news. Uh, next up, Amazon. The Amazon mention. Go to <laughs> www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. I forgot it was me. Go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. Oh you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon uh, and make all your Amazon purchases. You pay nothing extra. You give us a little bit of uh, a finder's fee. And um, it is the easiest way to help the show. Uh, I'm at www.densepixels.com slash uh, Dense pixels. Oh no! God damn it! I'm at 
www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. And what happens when I type in dense pixels? How about that? This is what happens when Mike is forced to go off prompter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at, uh, I typed in dense pixels and uh, the second thing that came up is the pixels 4K UHD uh, movie Don't buy that. video <laughs> to uh, to rent for four dollars or to buy for fourteen dollars. Don't do either. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else here. But they, Amazon has plenty of things you can help. Do Jeff Bezos a favor and 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 contribute to him being the first trillionaire on the planet. <laughs> And go to www.densepixels.com. And you and, and you and you can make us all hundred airs at the same time. What a what a great <laughs> Oh my goodness. So um place it. Last week would have been E3 had uh had E3 not been canceled thanks to the coronavirus. Um but fortunately Sony coming through in the clutch uh with the much anticipated PS5 reveal event. Um Lots of lots of uh, hype and speculation for this one. Uh, for, first of all, how do you guys how do you guys think the reveal went? Because like I said, this is the first time that I can remember a major console being unveiled at a digital event um, that didn't because Microsoft first at least showed off the Series X or, or teased it on stage last year um, at E3. So how do you think the presentation went as a whole? It's about what I expected. It it um I appreciated it because they you know they still had the talking heads and they still had uh you know the people coming out and being like yo this is the best thing in the world right <laughs> look at all the amazing things that we're gonna be able to do with the power of the PS5 branding and um but they weren't out there for they weren't out there for a, a, a long period of time. Uh, it wasn't just, you know, dudes in uh, sport jackets and crew crew neck shirts uh, <laughs> just talking at you, right? Like, you know, you can tell these people are very passionate about what they do. And uh, it was nice to see uh, some diversity in the in the uh, developers. Um, I think it was. I think it was, you know, better than the state of place, but, you know, I, I appreciated it. And it was only like, what, like about an hour, 15, it was an hour. Yeah, it was an hour. It was like yeah. an hour. On the okay. Now it probably would have been 50 minutes if they cut out all of those dumb bumpers with the four different button logos that, that kept popping up. Yeah, and and I didn't, I didn't, I don't need the um, the teases of what the thing is going to look like, you know, while the presentation is going on. Right, right? just like, fucking show me. Right? Just show me what it is at the beginning or at the end, right? Yeah. Like, so here's here's something that I didn't really think about too much when it happened a couple weeks ago. Like like one of the smartest things that they could have ever done before this event was when they did come out with the establishment and kind of like the rebranding of of SIE into PlayStation Studios because how many times did you see that fucking logo pop up before they showed a game presentation and you don't have to know anything to know that when you see that logo that game's a PS, a PlayStation exclusive 
Like, you know that game's not going to be on Xbox. Whereas with Xbox, you have to, like, go in after the fact and figure out, all right, which which is exclusive, what's, you know, what's just a timed exclusive, what's going to be a, you know, multi-release game. PlayStation showed, like, I think 17 games during this presentation that were that were going to be PS5 or PlayStation exclusives. I don't know if they're necessarily PS5 exclusives. Um, but I think that was a big deal and something that sometimes Microsoft – forgets about like in this day and age especially um we, we talk about it all the time the first party or exclusive game library is going to be what compels folks to one system or the other if they have to choose and on playstation that choice is a lot more clear um as far as what games are going to be available only on playstation than it is with xbox um so i think that microsoft could do a better job of highlighting those things um in the future for sure all right so we got to talk about this box that uh, <laughs> that's, that, that's going to be out there. Highly, highly polarizing opinions yeah. on the internet. Um, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm. It's big. It's it is very it's big. big. Apparently, apparently it is taller than the Series X, and the Series X looks tall when they show that stuff off. These huge ass consoles. Yeah. I'm going to wait for a slim, mostly because <laughs> I know there's not going to be like a fucking big JRPG that's a. PlayStation 5 exclusive for probably three or four years anyway. Right. Yeah, they're essentially shoving a fucking PC into this little thing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's got to be so big. I mean, I, I like it. I just wish it were not white. <clears throat> yeah, man, like... That's the problem. Why's it got to be this fucking bullshit two-tone color? I also don't like the fact that, like, it's, like, curved in such a way... That like you have to have either like a vertical stand or a horizontal stand. I think like, I think actually it's got to come with it. It no, it, it I think it does come with the stand, and I think that the stand is modular. I think you can, from what I understand, you can use it in either configuration. Mm. I so could you, be wrong you, about that, but I, I think still this one like needs a stand to begin with. <laughs> I mean, it's either gonna be like why a, can't you just a make one side stand? of it flat? It's fucking PC parts. They don't have to be ergonomically flared in such a fashion. Well, here, but here, here's the counterpoint that every fucking game console that's existed since like the original, since the PS2 came out has just been a rectangle, a, a, an angular shaped box. Yeah. But who gives Mon- a monochromatic looks like? I, I appreciate the fact that they're doing something different. Well, I care more about what the controller looks like. I still don't like the PlayStation five controller because it is white. And because I have sweaty little palms that will discolor the shit out of that thing. And look, they're, and they're being smart. You don't, you don't release the black version up front. No, no. You get people to buy it on launch day and then you bust that shit out in yeah, two years and they buy you it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> you bone them with the BBC of console. <laughs> <laughs> get, get out of here, man. This is, uh, this, this is, this is uh, marketing 101, man. You, you, put, you put the, you, you force them to take the one that's so-so and then you come out with the, the slick looking one later on. The um the uh the two tone screams like multiple skew PlayStation fives, right? Like we're gonna have special editions where you're gonna have the the black one, you're gonna have the Call of Duty camo, you know, popped collar console, you're gonna have the the red Spider Man popped collar console, you're gonna have all these different colors of this thing um i i don't it looks like, very y2k honestly i i don't like the disc version 
Because it's asymmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks really fucking weird, you know? It really bothers me. Or, it, or really it could be that they made the disc version ugly on purpose, that more people would be compelled <laughs> to go to the digital edition. Which was a bit of a surprise, by the way, that they, I, for me at least, that they're coming out with a, uh, a discless version. H- hardware lacking a disc drive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. But um, Microsoft had to say it, right? They did, but that also came out, you know, five years or six years in, or five years into the Xbox One uh, console cycle. Came in after the fact. I, I honestly wasn't expecting them to do it at launch. Um, so which one are you getting? That's a great question, Terrence. I haven't decided yet. It's going to depend know, on price. It's going to depend on price. Yeah. I mean, the digital version has to be cheaper, right? One assumes, but how much cheaper? Because I because some 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 crazos on the internet are like, oh, it's going to be six hundred for the disc one and four hundred for the digital. I'm like, I cannot Shut see. I cannot no. see such a wide. I cannot see a such a wide price discrepancy for right a for a Blu-ray disc drive. drive and not a Blu-ray drive. Yeah, for a I disc think drive. it's going to be like a hundred dollar difference. Yeah, that's what I. Right, like a fifty-two hundred dollars. Like, and, and and so like, if it's if it's five for the for the disc and then four for the digital, no, six and five. You think so? I think it's six, yeah. and five. Hmm. six and five. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's because it, six hundred is super steep, but like for what it is. Yeah, but here's but here's the thing. If what if Microsoft follows suit? Like they haven't announced a a digital version of the of the Series X, but there, there's rumors that there's going to be one. Wait, you have to put a disc in that thing? What? <laughs> In the, and in and the, the Series X? X? No, you don't it's have to, but it has it's a disc an obelisk, drive. Dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you have to put a disc in it, but it has it does have a disc drive. Um, it does? It does. I don't even know where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 camouflaged in there. Like it's by the bottom if it's if it's standing if it's standing upright. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's there. But yeah, so but I, I, I feel like that Microsoft is going to do whatever they can to have the cheapest oh, there, box, there. Okay. yeah. I, I I feel like that they're going to do whatever they can to have the cheapest box on the market, one way or the other. So whether that's like an underpowered version of the of the new console that's digital only and maybe might be missing some of the some of the hardware upgrades, um, they're going to have the cheapest box. And I feel like that you can't have your box be even at its lowest price point miles above that. I don't think that that's a winning strategy. And I really think Microsoft's going to get one out at Maybe four hundred. I think seems like the right price point. Maybe even three fifty if they're really feeling froggy are, about it. You are out of your mind. We'll see. <laughs> the next thing is going to be three fifty. I'm not saying the Series X is going to be three fifty. I'm saying whatever the cheap version is going to be is going to be three fifty. Yeah. So what would be the cheap version of the Series X? Uh, like I said, digital only. Maybe not. Maybe doesn't have as many teraflops. You know, <laughs> inside of it as the as the Series X but is going to have. Not the Series X. But it could still play the same games. Like you could still come out with a console that's more powerful than the. Maybe it doesn't have like a solid state hard drive, for example, and it, it has a traditional disc based um, hard drive. Like I said, there there there's ways they can cut cut costs to come out. But I I I really do think that Microsoft is going to want to have the cheapest console on the market um, come this console generation because they think they're going to be able to sell more. So. So this thing's standing. This thing's lying on its side. The Xbox Series X lying on its side looks fucking weird. Yeah. Well, because because it's a it's it's, it's a, just um, a box. Right. It's a pedestal. <laughs> it's not a it's not a <laughs> rectangle. It's more of a more of a cubic square sort of sort it's of deal. What those monkeys were worshiping in two thousand one. 
yeah, it's a, right. a monolith. And yet again, smaller than the PS5 is going to be, yeah. believe it or not. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect from the box. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I don't think anybody. Yeah. Was <laughs> like, I was like, I saw it. I'm like, that looks cool. I like the way it looks. Yeah. And then the memes came out. I was like, those are really fucking funny. <laughs> uh, that fucking cell one is hilarious. Underrated uh, feature, yeah, the, the, the blue light around the fan vents. That's another one that special editions can probably play with and, and have a few different configurations um, yeah. to, to mess with there. So It probably changes color. Maybe that's actually you know what you're probably right, Terrence. That's probably like the power, like the power indicator in terms yeah. of uh, how that's going to go. Like the like the regular one, yeah. The, uh, it'll be orange when it's in standard mode or whatever. So we're not going to go blow by blow through all the games. I I, I told these guys to to think of their th- the the top three games they wanted to talk about during the event, and that means we might talk about three games if they all happen to match up, or we might talk about twelve games if all three of us have three unique games. Um, highly unlikely that that's going to be the case. Um, I'm going to get it started. This might only be on my list and I don't even care. That Ratchet and Clank game looks so fucking good. Like, like I'm, we, we, we've talked all the time about like, will you really be able to see the difference between PS4 and PS5? And that Ratchet and Clank game is the first game that I've seen that really like you can fucking see it like in the way that the lighting effects are done and stuff like that. That thing looks incredible and I cannot wait to play it in like two years when it comes out. There is a lot going on <laughs> yeah. in, in that game, man. Like it is um it, it it is like an ADD nightmare if you just get distracted by pretty colors because yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot on. going on, on that screen. But um it does look cool. I'm glad that there's still like you know, sticking in there with Ratchet and Clank, like it, it does look good. Um, I, I, like I would play it. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would play it. Um, well, yeah, like you said, it's not going to be a launch title. It's, it's no. going to be, you know. Um, sure about that? Pretty sure. I, I think I mean, they even well, said it's coming out twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure they. That's what they dated it. So. Um. Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> what? Of course, Spider Man. Uh, yeah, Spider Man. Now the thing with Spider Man is, um, there was a big kerfuffle, kerfuffle, uh, on the internet because people are like, "Well, is it a full game, or is it DLC, or is it, what is it?" It's a Spider Man game, guys. Like, <laughs> it's a Spider Man game starring Miles Morales. Uh, it's not Spider-Man 2, otherwise they would have called it Spider-Man 2. Uh, so don't expect... And look, I don't know anything either, right? But this is, this is what I'm guessing from context clues, right? It's not called Spider-Man 2. You're probably not playing Peter Parker. It's probably not going to pick up... At the end of Spider-Man, spoiler alert, at the end of Spider-Man, um, there, they, it, there, there are illusions that Harry Osborn will be Venom. Uh, and a Venom will make an appearance in the sequel. That's not this. No. Um, this is... Uh, because the like, end of the first Spider-Man game also has Miles showing his powers for the very first time to Peter. Right. Right. And um, this is... This looks like it's reusing uh, the same assets from... The same map from Spider-Man PS4, right? So Manhattan. Uh, it would be amazing if you could go to like Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, where Miles is from, 
Um, I I don't know if that is something that I I want that to happen. I don't know if it will. Um, I I think this game is going to be not necessarily a budget title. Well, so but, so we'll, we'll we'll turn to Rashawn who who says. With Spider-Man Miles Morales as a launch title, do you think it's a full $60 game or a $40 game? He thinks it's going to be a $60 game that will only be available on PlayStation 5 because they wouldn't have announced it during the showcase and it not being a full game. So I could be wrong. I think I could have, I think Sony confirmed or Insomniac confirmed it is a $40 game. It's pro- I don't know why people are scratching their heads about this. This is going to be the an Uncharted Lost Legacy version of Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a forty dollar game, and chances are it's going to be on PlayStation Four as well. Correct. Um, I agree. So, like, I I think they would be foolish if they only released this as a if they put it on as a PS Five exclusive. When I first saw it, my first thought was, "Oh, so this is an expansion." Yeah, that was. Somebody made it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he big man. <laughs> I was like, this this is an expansion, and that's fine. Well, but I, it, it's it's more than an expansion because Un- I mean, Uncharted like a, Lost Legacy no, is saying. a it's full game, but it's like a full game, right? It's a it's full game, a full full game. You know, you can you can have exactly. like a fun fifteen hour game rather than a thirty hour game. Um, uh, people are people are getting. Uh, semantics that they're getting all up in arms over semantics right like because when you say the word expansion people think in the video game space right like well well downloadable content is expansion right well well they're also thinking about it in the context of spider-man like they know what size the spider-man expansions were that came out they're not gonna be that fucking like come on no it's gonna be bigger than that it's probably gonna be bigger than all three of the spider-man expansions combined if i had right right those weren't long at all right no i didn't even fucking bother with them myself so yeah people chill out it's gonna be it's gonna be the it's spider-man lost legacy and if you're free and if you're pissed off because oh bullshit that they you know they gave miles the game where you know, it's, it's the short version, it's the expansion version. I would guarantee. <laughs> I would just the Black History Month version, I, right? I, I would, I would guarantee to you that Spider-Man Two, whenever it comes out on PS5 proper, is probably going to be half Peter Parker, half Miles. Yeah, I like that was the setup at the end of the first game was, oh, you're going to be able to play as Miles in the next game. I don't think that they were setting that up just for this. You know. Interquel, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I fully expect it, the the true Spider-Man Two will have you switching between, at least between uh, Peter and Miles, if not between Peter, Miles, and other Spider people. Um, so, as long as we don't have any more of those bullshit Mary Jane stealth missions, <laughs> I will be fine with whatever they have to give me. <laughs> Miles looks like my cousin. This version of Miles Morales looks like my fucking cousin. <laughs> Weird. What you got, Terrence? Um, damn. What was that game called? Uh, Returnal. Ah, oh, yeah, that, that was by, on my uh, list as well. Yeah, by um, stupid ass title. Yeah, I was like, yo, that 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 title is really dumb. <laughs> it's awful. But it's Housemark. Um, it's their first yeah, it like Housemarque. big game, like, oh, shit, not their big non arcade game, right? 
behind the back shooter. Looks okay. like looks like a roguelike game in some in some sense yeah, of the word, uh, words. Uh. And the Spider Man. So that was two of two of mine. And there's another one that will probably be unexpected, but I I can't remember the name of it. Um, but you guys can go while I remember while I look for it. No, Returnal Returnal looks cool. It it basically it kind of reminded me a lot of like Edge of Tomorrow, um, in in yeah. terms of the plot line and setup. It's extremely Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, but uh, but like I said, Housemark made some of my favorite games across the last two PlayStation consoles, and this is their first big game coming out. That's not again they they they're getting away from an arcade style game. Um, so I'm very curious to see uh, what they're able to bring to the table. Yeah, this was the one. one where um, I think I I had the thought of, oh, this is this is what the PlayStation Five can do in terms of graphics, because mm-hmm. I was like, this looks like a live action movie. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna play it, but <laughs> looks I, I saw I saw Housemark and I'm like, I'm already in. What the fuck does it look like? And then when they showed it, I'm like, okay, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, they're they, them and them and Supergiant are are two. Of the uh, like, I don't care what it is. Like, I'm 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 already in. Like, just just give it to me. Here's my money. Let's let's do this. Carrie, uh, I was going to talk about Spider Man, but instead I will talk about um, I guess Kina Kana Breath Kena. of Spirits, yeah. um, which looks very Breath of the Wild inspired. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it. It looks cool. They're like, oh, it's a story about adventure and personal growth and you got to save all these spirits and do all this stuff and i'm like this sure looks like link traveling throughout hyrule and rescuing koroks but you know what i'm here for it (laughs) um so her staff can like turn into a bow and it can turn into a sword and again it looks like zelda but playstation 5 so i cool i'm in i'm in for like a fun a fun zelda style action adventure game on the PlayStation. So very cool. So we get back to Micah. Um Returnal was uh the one of the ones that I was gonna talk about, oh. but um because it looks amazing. Um Deathloop, uh, I'm very I knew I knew you were gonna fucking say Deathloop. I knew it. <laughs> but like I could only pick three and that was going to be another one, but yeah, Deathloop yeah. Deathloop looks really fucking cool, man. Like it just just from the uh, the style and aesthetics alone, uh, it looks cool. It, it's done by Arcane. Now, that's I, my that's my a, only concern. It it it, yeah, it it's done by it. Arcane, and it looks it. like it was done by Arcane based yeah. on the gameplay. Yeah. That's it, man. And <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't a huge fan of Dishonored. I understand, you know, everybody likes Dishonored. It just wasn't my. A, a, a lot of what I didn't like about Dishonored was the setting. Like yeah. I just, I just didn't care. Like, and then I started playing it. And it's, it's, it's arcane, right? So I'm willing to give them one more shot with this game. I thought this um, looked super cool. Uh, yeah. I like the idea of like two assassins trying to kill each other so they can break this time loop that they're both in. Yeah. Plus, so, this looks like it has far more of like a sense of humor about it than the Dishonored games, which take themselves pretty seriously. Yeah, yeah. So, can, yeah, uh, I'm 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 looking forward to it. Please don't be bad, <laughs> <laughs> Terrence. Uh, little Devil Inside. 
Talk about no one remembers that game. No, I don't remember it at all. That's why <laughs> it was the game with they had like the diff, they had the weird character designs. Um, you're he was in the he was in the forest, um, in the desert. They kind of like cute. They, they kind of the characters look kind of like cubes a little bit. Um, oh no! Yes, yes, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, now. this game when I was watching, I'm like, I don't know what's going on in it, but it looks cool. Um, and I want to play it. That's it. There you go. Like it looks really. It's got a. It has a very different art style. Yes, it, looks like it has several different art styles actually. <clears throat> the one yeah. thing that I noted about Little Devil Inside is that like the old man that I think like the main character sort of serves, I guess, um, has the same proportions as the Washington Nationals racing presidents. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> what? I I I I googled Little Devil Inside and the top three stories. From Eurogamer, Little Devil Inside developer apologizes with an S for some reason uh, for <laughs> racist stereotypes in his reveal trailer. Oh, great. Second story, Little Devil Inside dev apologizes for racist stereotypes shown in their trailer. And Little Devil Inside is being tweaked to remove the racist stereotypes in their game. What there's one the stereotype? So there's a picture of uh, a Darkseid character with dreadlocks who is wearing a mask with a big red with a with a smile and big red lips and he's got a pipe in his hand used for blowing darts (laughs) (laughs) could be could be a racist stereotype could be a trading places homage what no no one can really no one can really be sure damn People are really sensitive. <laughs> like, come on, yo! Like, I didn't. I watched the trailer. I that shouldn't even. I didn't even notice. Right? I didn't even notice. God damn! I didn't notice it. But uh, that's that's the world we're living right now, man. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> like, sorry. It's like it's a. Meanwhile, right. Resident Evil Five exists, but all right, <laughs> motherfuckers wearing grass skirts, chucking spears at you. But all right, let's get let's, let's get let's, let's get, get a little devil inside. I'm like, come on, was, like a Resident Evil Five was from a bygone era of ten yeah, years ago. Yeah, 10 so years ago. <laughs> <laughs> where, where that sort of nonsense was permitted, apparently. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think it actually comes out on PS4 as well. Yeah, that that's the curious question with a lot of these is is how many of these are going to also release? Like, I I think there might have been a handful of games that they showed off that are only going to be on PS5. Like, I think Ratchet and Clank probably will only be on PS5. Yeah, I don't. I think the only PS5 could handle the shit that that thing is doing. Right, <laughs> it's going through rifts and loading up completely different sections instantly. instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PS4 ain't doing that. No. <laughs> like, no. What if they did? I, I they they were just like, like, like the gameplay just froze for five seconds as it loaded right. the next that's instance, exactly basically. So. Even a pro. Like, that yeah. thing is... It, look, that was a showcase to show how fast the hard drive is. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. And it was dope. Like, But I'm not a huge Ratchet and Clank person. So. Uh, Carrie, what was your third game? Uh, there's not honestly much that I thought I was going to really play out mm-hmm. of this. Um, but I guess I'll bring up Resident Evil 8 just for the sake of bringing up Resident Evil 8. Cause I didn't, I had no clue this was a Resident Evil game until, until I had a go. sneaking suspicion about halfway through the trailer. I was like, I think this is going to be the next Resident Evil. Then it said village. And I was like, 
huh and then it like flashed the eight and i was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> i figured it out um yeah I, this seems like a natural extension of what they did with resident evil 7 looks scary as shit i'm never gonna play it because i'm a fucking pussy um i don't do horror games we all know this um yeah that game looked great too just in terms of in terms of how the the characters are being rendered um Apparently, it's going to be a direct sequel to Resident Evil 7. Um, it will, once again, star Ethan Winters, who um, just seems to be having one bad day after another. <laughs> um, so. It's terrible fucking luck. Yeah, and Chris is back. Yeah. Big, boulder-punching Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and his goddamn peacoat. So. So, very cool. Yeah, Chris's neck has just gotten thicker <laughs> since the series started, man. My last one might be a bit of a surprise, actually. Um, I I really no, it's not bug snacks. <laughs> yo, I just like I just wanted that trailer to be the fuck over. I'm like, yo, this is just stupid. That game actually might be pretty good because uh, apparently Octodad was was Octodad quite was good. A lot of fun. Yeah, so so don't don't uh, don't write off Bug Snacks too soon. Bug Snacks is going to be extremely stupid and probably play very fun. Yeah. Um. So I I was a big, really big Gran Turismo fan on the PS1 for for okay. GT one and two, and I never it never none of the subsequent games in the series really clicked with me. Um. And sport which came out on PS4 was not a Gran Turismo game in, in the full extent of Gran Turismo. And, and what little they showed off of Gran Turismo seven um, looks kind of like a return to form in the series, just kind of the, the, the things they showed and how you progress through the game and stuff like that. It looks really cool. Um, it's probably not going to come out for like four years because it's polyphony and they take forever to release their fucking games. Um, but it's going to be polished when it does. And and that game's gonna be probably be pretty cool. I, I was gonna put Horizon in here, but that would that felt too easy to, to to say Horizon. Um what is it? What is the subtitle for Horizon? I can't remember now. Forbidden West. Forbidden West, that's right. Is the new Horizon game that's coming out. Um I was I was disappointed in the trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> well, I, I think yeah, I, was too. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's not what a lot of folks were expecting, I Yeah, think. it isn't at all. At all, I didn't know what to expect, but that's not what I expected. Meanwhile, uh, Blue Point is taking fucking Demon Souls and making the best game in the Soul series, apparently, mm-hmm. or at least the best looking one uh, from that trailer. That yeah, game looked crazy. That looked great. Shadow of the Colossus, right? Uh, they 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 do a lot of uh, of remakes. They did do the Shadow of the Colossus one specifically, though. Yes. Um, so Square had a few things um, that they kind of teased out, but we don't know anything about those games yet. And uh, and yeah, so like I said, there's a lot. I I also be remiss if I didn't mention, um, like I understand that the coronavirus is a thing that's happening right now, but in your NBA 2K21 trailer, you don't have to make Zion Williamson looks like he has the coronavirus. <laughs> that dude was sweating, was sweating profusely in that trailer, just because. And, and I'm, I'm assuming they probably uh, like cranked it up because they wanted to show off the sweat physics that they have right. in PS5. Sweat. But good lord, that <laughs> like Zion Williamson just looked perpetually drenched during that entire fucking trailer. Like it was comical, right? Yeah, like it, was like that, it was like that Jordan Peele meme, right? Yes. Like, like, come on, yo, come on. I don't watch a lot of basketball, but I have seen enough basketball over the years to know that they 
usually don't get that sweaty while playing I mean, basketball. Oh, they do. If they do, right, they do. They just wipe themselves off. Right. Sweating your eyes when you're fucking driving to the hole or whatever fucking basketball terminology that it, to use. Hey, you don't want to slip either. Right. That's yeah. why they have those big like squeegees that they get right. all over the floor. So yeah. that's one of the absolutely reasons bust your ass on a fucking hardwood floor if there's fucking water on it. That's one of the reasons LeBron that. James wears a headband to catch the sweat. The other reason is to hide the Micah esque hairline <laughs> that he has. I thought I thought he got hair plugs or something like, like that. He, I, think, he, I think he got like I don't know what he does. Propecia or some shit, but he yeah. So I, he, I once, once seeing him, and then I remember <laughs> seeing him in train wreck, and I'm like, that's some good CG. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll go to the post office. Uh, we asked you guys your thoughts on the PS5. And I I had, had put something in about the Grill Collective, but I'm the only one that watched it. So if you if you want to see a cool indie game showcase, go check out. The I only saw I saw highlights. a couple games. Yeah, there was one game that I saw that I instantly wanted to buy. Um, was it West of Dead? No, it was. Um, Jesus, uh, first step uh, to Eden or something. Like that? Oh, that's out now. Actually, it's yeah, on. It is out. Yeah, I, I thought it's about that like too. Thirty bucks. <laughs> it is a uh, first step to Eden. Looks cool. Um, if you are a fan of like the Mega Man Battle Network series of games, I've, that might I've be one to check out. So, um, it's like a grid based real time deck building combat game. It looks cool. I'm thinking about getting yeah. it myself. So. Um, but yes. One step from Eden. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's right. It's that's on right. Switch, and I don't have a Switch. Uh, no, West, West of Dead look cool. Um, that's like a top-down uh, action game that Ron Perlman was in, and Ron Perlman was in the news uh, <laughs> the past couple days for hilarious reasons. So that looked pretty dope. And uh, I really want to play Disco Elysium, uh, which is out has been out on PC, but it's apparently coming to consoles at some point. Okay. So it, it won tons of Game of the Year awards. Um, so I'm very excited to to check that one out. Oh, as well. this looks. Is it only on Switch? This West of Dead? No, I think it's coming out. I know it's coming out on PC. I think it might be coming out for other consoles as well. But it's yeah, at least coming out for PC in addition to Switch. So I like this art style a lot. Yeah, it's this pretty cool. cool. Uh, Malcolm says, "What will be the first fighting game to debut, and why go with white instead of black?" Well, they went with both. I mean, the black is prominently featured on the front of the console when you're looking at it head on. And the black is being oppressed by the overall white around it. <laughs> yeah. Social commentary. Funny how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. What will be the first fighting game? And it's being separated by a thin blue line. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Fucking <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> <laughs> <Fuckin> Sony. <laughs> I think the first fighting game is going to be Street Fighter Six. No, no, no. no. They, no? Um, they just announced one more season of Street Fighter Five characters. Um, it would be foolish of them to be like, "Oh yeah." Well, I guess depending on what <coughs> when uh, that game comes out, but I I, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. The, the PS Five is a Japanese. Yeah, it's it's gonna be some obscure Japanese. Fighting I feel game. like it's gonna be like an Arxis. It's gonna be fucking yeah. like Melty Blood or some shit. <laughs> shit, they might put put two versions of um the hell is that Guilty Gear game? When yeah. is that coming? Oh out? yeah, because mm, yeah. that know. game is really fucking good. I think PS4. I think the first mainstream here's some Blaze Blue. You're gonna get a Persona Five fighting game. Fucking 
Persona Five Arena Ultimax. Yeah, I don't. I don't it. Yeah, I, th- I think the first mainstream fighting game that'll come out will be probably Injustice Three, if I had to guess. Hmm. So. Didn't think of that. Yeah, that makes You're sense. Probably right. Uh. Trey says, why is it now viewed by some that spinoff games are bad, even though they are almost a full big seven years in development, but for less money? What is he referring to exactly? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what he's referring to. Spider-Man? Uh, maybe Spider-Man. Or, or the Kingdom Hearts game, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, spinoff games inherently are bad, it's, it, but sometimes spinoff games are bad because they're not given the same development force as... Yeah. The main game that is behind. So sometimes spinoff games feel bad because they feel like they're just being mailed in for like a quick buck to like tide people over until mm-hmm. the next game comes out. Like spinoffs can be done really well. We've seen spinoffs be done really well. We've seen some done like fucking easy cash grabs. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. We'll see. Um, I don't think Andrew watched the event because he asked, do you think that rocks? <laughs> Do you think that Rockstar will release GTA 5 on the PS5? Yes, they will, because it was the very first thing they, that they showed in they the will. presentation. Yes. Um, he, did, he did reply with, did they say this already? Because I've been out of the last week. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they most definitely <laughs> oh. did, um, which shouldn't surprise anybody at all, honestly. I'm actually quite shocked that it's not going to be available at launch. Like it's, it, They said, oh, this is coming in 2021. And I'm like, really? You guys couldn't figure this shit out on, on launch day? While we're talking about GTA 5, I feel like we should add on Randy's question, which is how many years did PlayStation 5 add on to GTA 5? <laughs> and it is however many years it takes them to relate to release GTA 6 is how many years are being added on to GTA yeah, 5. Yeah, I don't think PS5 has anything to do with that. I think that's if they keep supporting the game and people keep wanting to come back and play it, that game will last as long as the community wants it to last. Mm-hmm. So. I still um, can't believe it's still going strong. I know. Like, what the fuck? It's, I mean, it's fun, but is it that fun? No. I guess, but <laughs> I mean, Ter- Terrence, really we, we didn't have it in the news, but Fortnite had 12 million players and 8 million YouTube viewers viewing their season end event simultaneously. So that's another one that's still going strong. I don't get it. Like they managed to fill the they, they they managed to fill the servers to capacity with twelve million players in Fortnite. They had to literally stop letting people in and stream the event on YouTube in order to accommodate everyone that wanted to be a part of it. Craziness. That's insane. I know. <laughs> um Henry, our good buddy, is still on the uh school psychologist with a kid in student loans plan. He just got a PS4. Um, pretty recently. He says, do you see Sony and other developers releasing PS4 and PS5 versions of games such as Miles Morales? And if so, for how long? Um, yes. yes, you will You will still see a lot of PS4 first new year. games come out on PS4, at least, if not longer, honestly, mm-hmm. with this generation. Um, and, and, I, and I think that it'll slowly come. I mean, that's every console cycle, but I think that this generation even more so um, will see a longer bridge between the two. Um and then Johnny asks, uh, are y'all paying $800 for a PS5? And then says, in, in all seriousness, what's your what's your top cost that you'd be willing to pay for a PS5? Six. I'm not going above 600 I just won't have one. I would say <laughs> six as well. But, you know, for me, like, I already know I'm not buying one at launch. I have no mm-hmm. reason to. Um, I'm not. I'm not worried about... 
when I'm going to get one because like the game hasn't been announced that will basically require me to, to own one. So. No. Yeah, I won't have one for a while. Uh, so I'm not paying more. Than so, so me, me and Mike oh, are the punks that Micah. are going to be buying the shit on <laughs> on launch day. Would you like to share a story with the class, Micah? <laughs> no, I don't know. I have a fan on, so you don't see the the, the coming down my face right now. It will be um, very, it will be very difficult for me to fathom paying more than six hundred at launch for it. Yeah, I'm not going to say that's my breaking point, but I agree. <laughs> like. Like you don't understand, guys. Like, for the for this generation of consoles, I didn't have the money, so I went to my credit union <laughs> and I took out a thousand dollar loan so that I could put the down payment for the Xbox and the PlayStation Four. Are you serious? Yes, I am. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because I have a problem. I um, see. You. I, I you know, you could have just waited. That's a, that's a thing people do. <laughs> I um I and now I only play one of them. It's sitting up here, and the other one is downstairs. I use it as like a media device. So, um, but I I don't want to pay more than six hundred dollars for one. Seven seven would give me pause. I would still probably do it, but uh, it would give me pause before before I pulled the trigger. Like, if I pay that much, like, I want a game with it, right? Like, I don't mind dropping that much money, but, like, it's got to be, like, 600 for the console and then two games. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just 700 for the actual console is 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 a lot, but I'm not going to say yeah. that I won't do it. <laughs> so 700 is your breaking point. I didn't say that. <laughs> You go on eight? I don't think it would come out at eight. I don't. I don't know. I. I think that's. I think that's just ridiculous. At that point, you're you're buying it like off of eBay. You know, and right? I refuse. To, I refuse to do that. I will not. I don't want one that bad that I'll go on like eBay and get some get a console that's been upcharged. Like I'm not paying more than MSRP for. It. But but based on history as well, like again. Six hundred dollars is a taboo number in PlayStation lore, so I can't imagine that they would ever go above that price point, regardless of how much the the fucking thing costs to to put together. Right. So, yeah, it's it, it'll it'll be six on the top end. I think feels right. Uh, Amir says, with the PlayStation event showing off a lot of indies, do you think they will try to be the platform to showcase more indies, or was it just to fill time? It was the fill time. Yeah, all, all three of those platforms are all going to have some good indie games that are exclusive to it. Um, and I say all three, I'm including the Switch because the Switch, honestly, the Switch is the best indie system. If I'm being, if I'm being frank, um, just because it's it, it just I don't know it just like we said before it just feels right playing indies on the Switch. Um, but like I said, PlayStation has more studios or at least more studios that I'm aware of, so you'll probably see a lot more from them just because they're going to advertise their own stuff. Uh, we'll we'll finish up with Cam, who says the PS5 and Xbox whatever are both ugly enough that I'm not even sure they get taken home at last call by Stevie Wonder, but the Miles Morales Spidey game is the brown paper bag that makes it okay to go home with the PS5. Uh, would you guys rather we get more big content add-on experiences like this was rumored to be to help cut down on the time in between major AAA titles, or is the existing model of waiting five to seven years for a sequel worth the wait for most things? Look, if the game's good, it's good. 
I I don't I don't give a fuck. My thing here's my thing now. Um, when I was younger, I would I used to get all pissed because you know a game would be delayed. But you can't you can't. It's not like you played the game and then they said, "Okay, now give it back to us so that we can work on it." And now you can't play it. Like you can't miss what you don't what you don't have, basically. Like as much as I was bummed that Ghost of Tsushima of Tsushima and uh, Cyberpunk got delayed, I'm not terribly upset because I I I I haven't played them yet. So I, I, I've just kind of mellowed out when it comes to stuff like that. But oddly, I want the console the first day. Like, <laughs> it doesn't, I know it doesn't make sense, but I, I justify it by like, well, there's other stuff I can play. Well, I'll do you one better. I would much rather see the industry shift to like, instead of doing the nickel and dime DLCs that come out, you know, three months after the game comes out that are like $15 a piece, but they only give you like two or two or three hours of content. I would rather them forego those and instead do like the miles Morales size expansions or the, you know, the uncharted lost legacy size expansions that are robust and actually lengthy and kind of ma- and kind of feel like a, a, a sequel of sorts um, that do kind of bridge the gap between the next game coming out. And, and the one after that, I think that that is a, cause, cause then you have time, you know, those, those take like a year or two to come out. You have time to miss the game a little bit so that you don't feel like you're just playing the same fucking thing for six months. Um, and, and it feels great when you get back into it. I, I would much rather them start to do that than the current DLC model that most games follow. Yeah, me, I just want the game to be good. I don't care how long it takes. Like time doesn't mean anything to me anymore. It just don't <laughs> like, like Ghost of Tsushima comes out. What next month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be in like a week because, <laughs> again, time means nothing. So it'll be out before you know it. Um, Cyberpunk comes out in what, September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's like a month away. <laughs> like, like, I don't, like, again, I don't know. It'll be here before you know it. Look, time is, are, time is fucking meaningless. Exactly. You know, it's halfway it's, through. The, it's, we're halfway, halfway through 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It just started last March, week. March took approximately a <laughs> hundred years. Yeah. And then April, May, and June so far have taken all of about 45 seconds. So it's weird. Yeah. It was in July. Yo, it's it's June 16th. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But um, yeah, I, like I don't I just don't care anymore. Like I just want the game to be good. And I'm tired of them putting out half ass games. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of them putting out games that are broken or just not yeah. finished. Yeah, games nowadays shouldn't need patches. Yeah, like don't they want patches. Like don't put a game out and then have a four gig patch. Like what the fuck? What did you do? <laughs> like why? Why did you release it? So just, yeah, just fix it, finish the game, release it. I'll be fine. Look, got a whole bunch of other games like we playing, waiting for those. Since I like indie games, and those games there are a ton of those, and a lot of them are really good. And you get a lot of value for your money. So yeah, just take your fucking time. We don't we don't need these AAA games that have eight gig patches the first night because that's annoying. It's very annoying. All right. Well, that is uh, that is it for us this week. 
Um, make sure you uh, join the fan group, densepixels.com slash fans on Facebook so that you too can ask us questions uh, in the post office every single week. Uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash densepixels. Uh, go ahead and give uh, Terrence and Carrie a follow on Twitch. Uh, Terrence is Apparition410. Uh, Carrie is Suppets Carrie. You can see them stream uh, the things that they like to stream when they decide to do it. Uh, that is it for us this week. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening. We'll see you all the next time. Thanks. See you. Thank you.